But welcome back to another segment of the Arrow Helps Entrepreneurs Increase Visibility, Credibility, and Profitability. And what we're adding on to today is our conversation about Christian entrepreneurship. We have some interesting concepts to dig into and a special guest to uh, help add some perspective. Uh, so today we have with us Mr. Will Owens. Uh, Will, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. It's Will Owens, the CEO of Wild Mentoring and the founder of We Only Win Club, ready to kick it in gear with this great conversation. That's great, Will. Well, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. And in this case, you know, with with what you do, we've we've had some you know conversation, and within our conversation about what you do, the concept of uh, you know Jesus and his example uh, for, uh, for entrepreneurs, uh, and, uh, the topic about, you know, really what some of the, uh, perception might be within, uh, the broader, uh, Christian community, some of the hesitations that some people may have towards entrepreneurship, uh, some of the maybe misperceptions about, uh, what it might mean to, uh, be focused as an entrepreneur, maybe some fears that are there. And, uh, so, yeah, so that kind of motivated, uh, I guess, us to speak a little bit more about it. So it's a little bit more background for anybody that's listening um, and wanted to have, a, you know, a, wanted to get your, your feedback on some things. Um, and before really kind of getting into that, I had uh, some things that I came across actually yesterday, yesterday morning, uh, really kind of, you know, looking at uh, this concept that I, I felt would be maybe good to. I start the conversation off with, and then I have a couple questions for you. Well, how does that sound? Sounds amazing. And yeah, I was doing a little bit of research after listening to your last podcast, which was amazing. So, um, you know, it did inspire some thoughts of my own, which, you know, went along with what I know you're going to ask. So I'm excited. Let's get it going. <laughs> awesome. 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 Okay. Can't, uh, can't, can't wait to, uh, to get into this then. That's awesome. So here's a couple couple of thoughts. So to kind of frame the uh, maybe the call for entrepreneurship even for Christians uh, and the the spirit of of God that essentially is uh, you know is given to us as as Jesus uh, rose uh, and sort of what uh, you know what this might mean uh, for our conversation today had two. Two uh, two thoughts and uh, one one actual excerpt, excerpt from from the Bible. So one is this concept uh, of being filled, and being filled means to make full, supply abundantly, and impart richly. And that concept we can maybe talk a little bit more about, uh, but that really kind of struck me in terms of you know, when we're, we're looking at what we're doing as, as, you know, people that are in business and uh, people that are filled with the spirit, uh, the fact that we're going to be in connection and in fellowship and networking and communicating with so many people and in relationship, we really may have, you know, a significant opportunity and, and almost a calling to share what we're, you know, full of, which is the Holy Spirit and to share abundantly and impart richly. And I thought that was just kind of interesting. The actual, the actual um, verse here from the Bible was from uh, Colossians, Colossians 3.16. And in Colossians 3.16, uh, in the New Living Testament, it states, Let the message about Christ 
in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And I wanted to share that with our conversation, Will, because I think that that almost really is a great transition for what you do as a, as a mentor. Uh, so I'll kind of start off, start off there. And uh, what uh, does, can you can you see that? Anything you could speak to regarding regarding that to start with? Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I can definitely see that. Uh, so some of the. <laughs> You know, we, we, we understand that the Ten Commandments that uh, God gave to Moses and but there were some commandments beforehand that he uh, gave to us. And it was to be, you know, fruitful, multiply, then multiply and live abundantly and then also to have dominion. So when you're dominating your sector as a businessman or in your career, it's amazing because you actually go out and you're you are sharing your gift with the world. And that's what Jesus did. And then when you are so good at utilizing the gift that God gave to you, it looks like you have a tremendous amount of wisdom because that the spirit of the gift is actually within you and you can just, you flow. I don't know if you ever, uh, well, I know you have. (laughs) So when you do something that you're really good at, like it's not a struggle for you. It's you just flow and everybody looks at you like, wow, like I, I wish I could be like that. Well, that's God working through you. And as Jesus, you know, would go out and share his, uh, the mission that he was on, everybody would be drawn to him because it wasn't like he was struggling to read the Bible. It was like he, he was about Bible, the living word. So everybody's like, man, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, I see the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they're, they're like, they struggled. Like they're like, Oh, we have to know the word. But when Jesus would just come back, like I know the word. And then also I'm going to ask you this question. Everybody's like, Whoa, like, how did he do that? How does he have that authority? And so, in business you have the authority when you actually uh are imparted with with the richness of the holy spirit and sharing the wisdom that you have with inside of you so i i love that no i that that's awesome and i i think that's a really great uh great example and you know to pull actually directly from the bible of uh, something really taught by the the life of jesus and the, the way that the spirit you know, really was him and lived within him. And, um, you know, it made me think to something to, to relate here of an experience that I had actually yesterday um, and uh, related to, to business, uh, you know, businesses and entrepreneurship is really going to be connecting and working with people and being in relationship with people. And as you said, things will kind of flow as you're working within, really with within the right space. And so what was interesting is, I'd actually scheduled to uh, to have uh, some meetings with uh, with some people that I've been connecting with some some new people via LinkedIn uh, that I've been connecting with uh, there and I happen to be in training this week uh, in Baltimore in the Baltimore area and so they they live in that area so I actually scheduled, nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I, I had scheduled uh, two uh, two connects um, one at about six o'clock and one at about eight o'clock. And then I also had scheduled a phone call, phone call with somebody at uh, 730. Uh, and I've been trying to connect with the guy for, for 730 for, you know, for really for a couple of months. 
So what was interesting here and how I think it relates really to this idea of flow and how things kind of move is it turns out that in the first conversation with the, the first, uh, the first, first person, uh, one of the things that she kind of gravitated uh, towards was the fact that I've been really kind of putting my Christian faith first. And we actually had a conversation really about sort of what the field that she's in. Uh, and in this case, uh, her, you know, Christian faith and also some of the things that she's trying to do. Well, when that was around, you know, 630, I had this call at 730. And uh, in this case, I took the call. We we're on the call for about a half hour. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've been really wanting to do is to connect with Christian business owners uh, right. to really better, better understand how is it that people, uh, entrepreneurs, and how is it that business owners integrate their faith within their actual work. And it happens to be, so this gentleman had actually just, just written a book, uh, and one of his mentors is actually very much focused on just helping others to look at how to integrate their faith within their business. Nice. So that I, I, and the, this gentleman uh, that wrote this book actually wrote a book within the exact same topic that that uh, first person that I was connecting with mm-hmm. uh, was more interested in and trying and she's trying to work through some ideas uh, in that in that field of some other things to do. So I was able at that point to, uh, you know, be kind of connected to somebody that is is really very much in a space that I want to know more about that relates to business. But then it was also a connection of that person to, uh, to both of those individuals I was able to connect. And then the person that actually came to, uh, to connect with uh, at eight o'clock happens to also have uh, faith and Christianity central to, to his, his work as a, you know, as an entrepreneur also. And so within the span of that three hours, <laughs> there were three people that have Christianity central to their faith. They're all entrepreneurial and and everybody got connected. So just thinking of how God kind of brought that together, that was not me. And that really to have all of that faith that is flowing through that and that connection, um, you know, that is just, you know, that that is significant. Yeah. And I I could say you incidentally or accidentally uh, didn't notice that uh, maybe you did, but we, even like I said on the last podcast, you were talking about uh, the target audience, and you did what Jesus did. You actually followed his model. See, Jesus went after businessmen, and the first four people that he connected with were Simon, Andrew, James, and John, and those were all fishermen by trade, and they, you know, they understood business, and then also he went after Matthew, uh, which was a tax collector. So they understood money. They understood being in crowds or, or providing a need or a service. And you actually went after businessmen or businesswomen. And, um, you know, everybody was open and, and willing to connect because it was like, we're all worth or, or, or trying to track along the same mission. So when Jesus actually made that offer to Simon, you know, it wasn't hard for Simon and Andrew to follow him because they were like, will change the world wait hold on i have a family to provide for but i i i'm intrigued by the offer you have because that sounds very fulfilling to me and so they went with him not knowing where they were going to go but they believed in in that 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 uh mission of impact wow that uh it, there's a lot to really get into with that that's a great a great observation they really did 
you know, they, they followed it. Jesus asked them to follow him. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they didn't even really realize, even though they were there <laughs> with him, of really what what Jesus was really there to do. They they had a different concept of what he was what he was Correct. bringing. <laughs> um, but they followed him because they just they knew they knew something was different. I mean, I don't know about you, but if somebody just came to me and said, "Hey, Errol, follow me," <laughs> I mean, we'll follow so you where? Kind of, that, you might, that's like the first question. Follow you where? <laughs> Yes, yes. And that's awesome. That's awesome. And I, I love that you bring up the fact that, you know, these disciples were, were businessmen. There's something there is something significant there in terms of their their capability and their their ability to, you know, help help Jesus as well in trying to communicate and having some of the skill sets required to, um, you know, to interact with other people to essentially be able to provide a deeper message and to, I guess, the, the whole idea of being in relationship with people it's a skill set correct and business business people and entrepreneurs have got to have got to cultivate that skill correct correct the skill set of communication uh you're not scared to connect um it's so powerful to connect and just being able to listen and you can read between the lines like you can ask a person what is it that they need and they might not know what they need, but the businessman, because of the skill set, could read between the lines and say, I heard that you need this. Is this true? And then the person's like, wow, like, yeah, that, that's really what I want. Like, I think businessmen in real, real estate or businesswomen in real estate, uh, they do that. Like, the person has an idea of the home that they want, but they can't really put it all in all together. So they kind of describe it and then it's up to the real estate agent or let's say even in construction of that real estate, it's up for the, uh, the builder to listen and then kind of design that and then ask the person, Hey, is this exactly what you want it? And then, you know, the, the customer would be like, yes, that is what I wanted or no, like I want it a little bit this way. And then they would redesign it or go look at a new house. So it's all about communication and listening to the person's desires of the heart that they may not know communicate themselves. Yeah, I, I agree. And I you know, think that, um, you, know, you know, with that is that there are a lot of people that are able to kind of provide the same type of service or sell the same product. But when we think about, you know, what it is between one person and the other of why, you know, why would you choose to do business with me as opposed to, you know, uh, Bill or Trey or whoever, mm-hmm. um, it's doing the exact same thing. And there's, there's something that is uh, unique about the relationship. And, you know, one thing that really relates to this idea of entrepreneurship that I think everybody will come across is why, what is your, why, what yep. is it, what is it that you're motivated by and I think that's kind of a central question. Anybody that's in business, that's talking to somebody else that's in business, that's one of the first things that, that we're going to try to size up because that really determines their motivation, you know. So and thinking about somebody as a Christian and, you know, what was Jesus's why? You know, why was he in relationship with people? What was the message? And, you know, what was the ulterior motive? What is the ulterior motive of somebody that is trying to sell something or trying to provide a service? And the whys really separate us uh, and ultimately in with somebody, which is what will separate us from the other person. 
you know, ultimately, if, if we're driven as Christians by a why of perhaps being able to share the wisdom of God and lead people potentially to the news of Jesus Christ or to strengthen them in their walk uh, or further direct them, you know, ultimately, you know, that is a that is a significant why that just stands stands apart from, you know, from everything else. No, I, I agree. And that, you know, that's something uh, powerful that you mentioned about the why, because it does separate. Not everybody has the same why. Some people are driven by money. Um, some people are driven by the aspect of power uh, for themselves. And then some people are driven by what you said, uh, Jesus's mission. And I want I have a powerful question to you, uh, for you as you being a believer and, uh, you know, just knowing the word. If you could sum it up, what would you say Jesus's mission was? Mm. Wow, that is a very, that's a very challenging uh, question. So, uh, well, first, I will say that I can definitely be off on this. And I think that I'll be, you know, open to discuss more, more about this. Um, You know, I think that I have also learning to do. Uh, My, my thought in terms of, this in terms of for sort of the the message of jesus that's the message message and mission of jesus uh what what, well i could say what was what was the mission like what what was he sent here to do and uh you know what what was yeah what was he sent here to do what was that thing that he was like i'm going to make sure i do this that one thing that he was focused on because that added a lot of clarity to his life um Mm -hmm. because when you know what you're here to do you do that thing and you're like, I'm sticking to this and I'm not going away from this. So what, what, sure. What was he sent here to do? So I, 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 my first, my first thought, and maybe this is kind of me backing out a little bit of answering that, but I, I think it's a lifelong sort of lesson that we learn as we learn more of really the nature of God, uh, which I think we will never really be able to fathom, but that we get, glim- <laughs> we get glimpses of. So my thought, what's really jumping out of my head is that um, his grace is sufficient. And when I think of Jesus and, you know, what his what his mission or what his what what his message was, was his his life. His actual the way in which his his life uh, and his message was uh, quoting Jesus. I am the way the life and that's that's not the actual quote right 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 i I know i know exactly what you're talking about go ahead yep (laughs) so i'm the i am the truth i'm the way the truth and the life and everything from the beginning of time Mm -hmm. everything recorded was leading up to jesus's birth Mm -hmm. and to to jesus's death and Mm -hmm. resurrection Resurrection. Mm -hmm. so ultimately i think everything the whole message was jesus and it was a uh, you know i think the message really was that we need to be in relationship with jesus and you know ultimately we we fell uh you know at the beginning of time uh and in this case we needed uh jesus to save us from our sinful nature and to try to reconcile us with god and i think that that was the think that's the the message that jesus is the truth he's the way back uh and he is life i i, I love that and i could say you have a uh pretty you you covered it you covered it 
Um, and I'm going to just help clarify it a little bit. All right. So in Luke 19.10, it just tells you what Jesus' mission, what he was sent here for. Um, and, and literally, when you said, I am the, 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 the light, the way, like, and the truth, like, it, it, it simplifies it. And you're going to be like, man, that is right. All right. So it is the son of man came to seek and save the lost. The son of man came to seek and save the lost. And what he was doing was he wanted to help those who would admit that they were lost and that they needed help. And he gave them something to believe in. And he didn't point them to himself only. He pointed them to himself as in to have the relationship with him so that he could point them back to God, the most high, his father. And he said, hey, every." And my sister and i'm teaching you how to live as the older brother does so that you can be in relationship with our father just the way that you should be and i'm giving you permission to actually have that relationship you know back back in the old testament you would have to go to the the high priest you would have to go to uh you know in the side of the temple you would have to do certain sacrifices just for god even to hear you but he was saying, if you have relationship with me, then through our relationship, you have access to God and the kingdom, the inheritance that comes along with that. And, you know, if you understand that that's what Jesus's mission was to to seek and save the lost and give them direction, like you said, light, way, truth. So that you he guided them into that relationship with him, not only himself, but back with God as well. Is before then, people didn't have the relationship with God. They had it through a certain vessel, whether it be Moses, David, Solomon, you know, whoever, Isaiah. Mm -hmm. But Jesus was like, no, I'm giving you direct access to God through me. When you have a relationship with me and you, you will receive that spirit and you will understand what God is saying. God will talk to you, not, not just through a prophet, but he'll talk to you through yourself. Wow, I, I'm I'm so grateful that this uh, that this conversation right now is is happening and being being recorded, and I think this has the the power to really actually impact some people's lives. So I'm very grateful for this. Uh, my thought here, and this actually came up in conversation here yesterday, which really struck me as as interesting as. One question that uh, that I, I asked of, of one of the, the people I was connecting with uh, in terms of uh, their their faith and how they came to faith mm -hmm. uh, is I asked you know relationship with Christ and and I contrasted that differently at least from my personal experience and what I, I think is an overall experience with all Christians is that. There's a point of time where you believe the fact that Jesus Christ died and rose and you accept it. And that's kind mm -hmm. of the first step mm -hmm. where you then, you know, you, you legitimately see it and you feel it and you pray and ask for forgiveness. And that's the moment that you are saved. But that moment is a moment. And really, the Christian life uh, is based around getting to this point of relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think that that is a 
it's a, it can be a very challenging thing to submit to. I know for me as a, as a Christian, it was many years past the time where I was legitimately saved to when I could finally say to myself and say to God and say to the world, there is nothing that this world has to offer that is, you know, that I'm missing. There's nothing that I'm missing if I'm completely submitted to, to God, to Christ and in relationship with Christ. Um, and I was frankly very scared for a long time that I would be missing out if I completely <laughs> submitted to the relationship. But the world taught me, my life taught me that I was completely wrong. Uh, and it started to change after that. And so um, in that conversation, the, the person actually asked and said, what, what do you mean in relationship with Christ? Um, you know, and so I, I think that demonstrated to me that it's, yeah, there's within people that are, are saved, for example, uh, there's one thing to kind of believe that this happened and to legitimately do that. And you're saved if you believe that. But then that relationship that Christ was calling us to, which he demonstrates in the Gospels. Um, and I think this relates to entrepreneurship in that we're calling people into relationship and we have the opportunity as Christians to share uh, really that mission with other people. Um, you know, I think that that relates. So I appreciate you bringing that up. No problem. And yeah, I, I definitely agree. It is it is coming to that realization of accepting and believing, you know, that, that Christ died for our sins and then rose again. And, you know, there's there's two there's two main factors within that. Um, and what you said was you had to accept it like you there was a point that you came into acceptance of that. And I think for I know for me when I came into acceptance of it was when I realized that I would make the same sacrifice for what I believed in. Um, like if I was trying to share something with somebody else and I was telling them the truth and they didn't believe me, I was like willing to die to prove my point to them. Mm. I was willing to die, like to, to literally like I would go to the end of the world just to prove my point to them that I was telling them the truth and I was like, wow, like if if Jesus was the way, the light, the truth, and he was willing to die to prove his point. And then what is one of the greatest fears of, you know, I would say most people because I don't fear this anymore, but it, it was a fear of mine. And you said missing out. And so I say if your time was cut short through this thing that everybody fears you would feel like you missed out. What is that one thing that everybody fears? If you can't get it, I'm going I'm to uh, say it. What do you think it is? Uh, it's one, one thing. It starts with a D. Five, uh, little, five little word. <laughs> well, I think uh, your death, I mean. Death, well, you got it. So he, every, most, most, most people fear death because if, if they feel they die too soon, they would be missing out on something missing out on life but mm -hmm. he got, jesus was like hey i'm here to give you life and give you life abundantly and so he showed that if you are in relationship with him you don't have to fear death because you can die and still live on and come back and he showed it he said look if you believe in me i'll even teach you how to overcome death and i'm willing to make the sacrifice to show you, to show you this is truth, and watch, I'm going to come back. 
and he did you know so he's like look if you're in a relationship with me you could do the exact same thing there's nothing to fear you can have everything that you feel you're gonna miss out on because you will live eternally mm. wow well i feel like almost we could we could just almost stop the podcast at this point because <laughs> just demonstrated the fact that as an entrepreneur and as a business person with a business focus, which is the focus of this podcast, that we got to the message of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And anybody that feels the, 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 the desire to, you know, to be in business and to be an entrepreneur and as a Christian that has a fear that perhaps they, you know, they may be overcome by many different things from the enemy that result from what we're given in terms of the, the abundance and the success um, can really think maybe and ground themselves potentially in this conversation. And it's clear that it's very possible to be a minister for Christ within a pursuit of entrepreneurship. And so this is amazing. This is maybe one of the best conversations that I have, <laughs> have had as we've got into the truth. And I think the biggest accomplishment that anybody could ever do in their lifetime, mm-hmm. more than having a kid is, is to be a vessel for, for God to actually be agree. able to bring somebody. If you could, if you could be blessed to lead somebody to a point to where they actually see the truth of Christ and the truth of the resurrection, they become saved. I, I don't know that there's any higher success, no amount of money, no amount of accomplishment. If you had a, a, you know, a, a skyscraper that was built in your honor and you had a, a name at the top of that. I mean, there is no comparison. If you had a pyramid that you were able to have constructed because of your position or power in life, you know, it's as simple as having somebody accept a simple idea that could change their, you know, could change everything. That's much more significant. I, I would say the same exact thing. And, you know, <clears throat> even when Jesus called Simon, he said, your name is Peter. And on your on, on your foundation, you are my rock and, and I will build my church. I will build my temple. So what he was saying was that, you know, you can build up all these structures. Right. But if you have this 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 foundational relationship you can never be tore down because I'm in your mind, I'm in your heart, I'm in your spirit. And, you know, y- you literally cannot destroy this. You, there's, that's the one thing you cannot destroy. You cannot take away a person's spirit. Although you may diminish it, you can't take it away, right? And so, like, all it takes is another person to just come along and put the spark back in to, like, restart it to give it, like, just abundant life again. And I just, mm-hmm. I just, I just love that. So like when you said, let's stop the podcast, I think we accomplished, you know, what the goal was because it, it really is to show people to come into relationship and then have no fear and go out and utilize the wisdom that will come upon them once they have the relationship with God to go out, spread a message, whether it's their business and how their business will buy people time back to actually spend time with Jesus, with, with growing our relationship with God. And that's where wow mentoring came into play. It was, I have to teach people about money, finances, and business, and then how to like communicate effectively and build relationships as a mentor using their experiences and the testimonies that they have within them. 
to draw in relationships, not only with other people, but have that time back to draw the relationship with God. So my whole goal was get people their time back, utilizing what they classify as failures and show them how it's actually a success. Jesus, he went to the people who were, were sinners, right? And then he showed them, look, I actually need you as a model because there are warranties and guarantees that God has promised us. And if you use those principles, you can actually have life abundantly. Let's, let's do this. And he used the people who were weak, not the ones who were prideful, but the ones who were weak and lost. And he led them in a great way. And now look, you, know, you, you have Saul, which is Paul, who actually wrote like most of the, the New Testament. Like, but he was the one killing. <laughs> like mur murder is one of those, <laughs> murder is one of those commandments that you're just not supposed to do. And he was killing not just anybody. He was killing people who believed in Jesus. And, and for Jesus to come in and say, hey, stop, stop. Like you're doing the wrong thing. Let's let's fix that. And then let's show the world that I fixed you. And I'm going to make you one of the greatest people that have ever lived to share my message. I'm like, whoa, like who wouldn't want to serve as a vessel like that? You could make mistakes. And then Jesus, because you have a relationship with him, he just comes in and says, hey, stop and go this way and gives you guidance and wisdom and the words. That's just amazing. I put put like this. I want to be signed up for that that life. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing up Paul. Uh, recently, there's a there's a movie that's called uh, It's called Paul the the Apostle of Christ. Have you mm -hmm. seen that movie? I have not seen it, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I really wanted to watch it. There's a the there's a Netflix series called The Holy Bible on. Um, and it's, it's a small miniseries, but man, if you have any not non-understanding of the Bible, I, I suggest people to watch that because it does perfect imagery of uh, main important parts in the Bible. And I did see that movie that you just mentioned, The Apostle Paul, um, and I was like, man, okay, which one do I watch first? But I definitely need to watch that one. Did you watch it? I, I did, and I was I was deeply moved by it. My uh, we actually went with my my wife on our eighth anniversary, and, nice. and it, you know God led us to do that, and uh, you know that in itself was very interesting. But um, yeah, my wife actually broke down crying in the you know in the uh, in the movie theater, and it was significantly moving. And the depiction of Paul, you know, he's basically in in jail, you know, in Rome. Mm -hmm. Luke, you know, I like that you brought up the verses from Luke. I'm so impressed with uh you know with luke's gospel the way that he, mm -hmm. he wrote it it's so clear and just you know at least to me speaks so clearly uh but he's you know snuck into paul and uh he was and kind of getting paul to dictate his you know some of his his messages um from the roman jail but the the thing that really struck me with what you said and it that concept of Paul and what he did before he came to Christ, the, you know, just the, the imagery and the thought of, you know, what he was burdened with and his choices before, you know, they depict Paul, for example, as in, in the movie, they show him basically having nightmares of what he had done. Um, you know, I've, 
I've never killed somebody. And I could only <laughs> begin to, to imagine, like, if you did something like that, you took somebody's life and you saw it, I mean, I, I, I how somebody would really be able to, to deal with that. And, and Paul, not only, you know, it's, it was, there, were, there were kids. I mean, there, it's some horrible stuff. The thing is that he woke up having nightmares about that and he what they showed in this movie, which, uh, you know, I, I could imagine that this was really, you know, happened is that he woke up in sweats, basically saying and repeating his grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. And so uh, not only was he, you know, he was used to uh, be able to, to promote this uh, message, but in this case, really uh, be given the grace even from committing such you know, horrible, you know, such horrible crimes. Uh, in this case is a real testament, I think, to, um, you know, to, to really what, what Jesus was here to, uh, to do. I, I agree. And it is, it is like taking that message that, you know, whatever mistakes you make, it, it, once you have the guidance of a mission, um, and, and, and this is essential to every business, you have to have a mission statement. Like, what is that mission statement that you have that never ends, right? Or else, you know, then you have an exit strategy. But you have to have an overpower, overpowering mission and, and, and then values tie into that. It's like, what are you trying to accomplish? And I, that's, just, that's just a perfect model. Jesus had a mission, and then he showed you his values. He showed you his character. And, you know, it, it, it could change the so many people and paul was a perfect example of a heart that it was changed that person paul uh was doing something wrong but when he heard this new mission and the right directions he you know came to an understanding even though he had to go be blind for a second uh and was visiting his dreams and tormented but yep. it, it helped them stir up the spirit to realize, okay, look, I need to repent. I need to change my mind. That's when one of the things that Jesus was looking to do, renewal of the mind and the spirit. And then once your mind is changed and you have direction and you accept the mission of Jesus, your business can take off and go to astronomical levels because that mission that he has to seek and save the lost, that's servant leadership. That's that's going out of your way. That's making sacrifices. That's guidance. That's being a leader. Um, you know, that mission is more powerful than pretty much any other mission that <laughs> anybody else could think of. Seek and save the lost. Absolutely, and you know, I think that's uh, that's a good a, a good point to kind of talk about servant leadership and the way that Jesus modeled uh, his approach to kind of spread his message now any of the, the the pursuits that we have they there's there's no comparison really to the mission that jesus christ had and that is the mission um you know but in the entrepreneurial pursuits that we have in this case or in business you know we are value and we do have mission to provide uh something of, of of value to people and the more that we're able to do that with the more people the more uh the more success we would we would have that ultimately, if we kind of compare that, you know, in some ways to how Jesus approached the message out uh, and how he approached it, 
uh, I think that also kind of gets us to some other business perspectives that are important for entrepreneurs. Uh, and, you know, this I think we've spoken about. So the, the concept of servant leadership, of leading with humility and what leadership is. And so thinking of thinking of Jesus, who's, you know, he had the most powerful mission. He had the most ability to help. He was the king of kings. He had the power to move mountains uh, and he came and was born in, uh, you know, in a manger and lived what would be considered a, a very poor life in the world's in the world's mind. Um, and he completely humbled himself to be the one to serve everyone. And I think as we think about what it means to be a leader and to be in business and we out and value to provide then in this case of being able to serve uh, and be humble uh, is in this case going to be yes and and that's the that's the key thing servant leadership and it's all about meeting the needs of what people uh you know have um and i, I i'll i'll summarize this real quick so we can um you know, just leave off on a really great note. You know, I want you to close it out. But Jesus, when he fed 5,000 men, and, it's in, and the Bible is quoted, 5,000 men. So that means there was more than just the 5,000 men. There was women and children there. So that's, and he, and he took from this basket and he said, do as I do. And he looked and right, he said, I'm going to feed you. And all the disciples were like, how are we going to feed all these people? Well, he said, do as I do. And he reached at, into the basket, got the fish, got the bread. He, you know, held it up in the air, blessed it, and then, you know, broke it and just kept breaking and kept breaking and kept breaking and sharing and sharing and sharing. The thing is, he wasn't looking for any money in return for that. But the greatest thing that he gathered from feeding and meeting the needs of people was that relationship and ultimately he earned that person's whole life because when you realize that somebody cares for you that much to where they would meet the needs for your existence you have no uh, barrier holding you back from giving back to them so jesus served and then he became the leader of all these people because they wanted to follow him. He wasn't exuding dominance over a person and just saying, you have to follow me. If you don't, you're going to die. He wasn't putting fear uh, or if you don't, you're going to get fired. He wasn't saying things like that. He was uplifting people through knowing I'm going to meet your needs and I am the way to, uh, to, to, to find all the, the basic things that you need for life. If you want extra, it's, it's yours to have but at least I'm meeting your basic needs. Sort of note to, to uh, at least this, uh, this, um, my, my thought, there's two, two thoughts. You know, one, I definitely want to give you an opportunity to share a little bit more uh, just about, uh, with you and how you primarily try to help with your, your mentoring. Uh, I think that could be a really big person. I'm sure people listening that are thinking of for 
entrepreneurship. I think everybody recognizes the value of coaching and of mentorship. Uh, so I want to definitely continue to share a little bit, at least some information too, uh, within the, within the notes and the details for, uh, for the podcast. Contact you. Uh, conversation really being based on entrepreneurship, how, uh, the message of Christ can be shared through that. What I like so much about this is that, you know, we different skills overcoming objections about some of the, you know, the concepts of how to brand yourself and some more detailed things about how to market yourself and for managing a team. Those are the things that everybody really focuses think about building, say, a business and I agree. And and we could definitely focus on those. And those are areas that we have expertise in. And, you know, I, those are things that we're passionate about, too. And those are really critical for business. But those are the main areas that I think people will think, hey, we have to get really good in these particular areas to be able to succeed. When in reality, at the deeper part of it is cultivating that mindset and that mission and that why. And as Christians, again, we have that opportunity really to be driven by a why and a more fulfilling why and an abundant why that other people that don't have Christ in their life and they don't have that faith, there's no way that they could tap into that level of uh, meaning uh, that we have the opportunity to share. But we could definitely at some point to really talk about some of the practical parts about just really being successful and some of the practical parts of business. And there's there's reason to talk about that too, but this is a really good testament to the fact that there's something much deeper in entrepreneurship and, and relationship with people. Yep. I would definitely agree. And I think that that's going to be, uh, you know, just a, just another topic, a conversation for us to get together again, which I would love to do um, because there are certain skill sets that once you have the mission in place, you're going to pick up different skills that you can use to expand your business and just connect with people who are, you know, living that way. And so something that you asked of me, um, you know, is what, what is like, while mentoring them, what is a mission? It's to help people get their time back and then also, help them gain a, gain a mentorship on the mindset that is needed in, in, in business and in life or wherever. And I, all I'm doing is teaching pen, people principles, like God's principles, and paving the way to truth, paving the way to the truth. And the truth is Jesus, that relationship. So I get people time back, teach them about finances, teach them about their emotions, teach them about physical fitness, health. I teach them about wealth, I teach them about uh, the mental aspect. And then I teach them about the spiritual aspect. So there's five spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. And all those areas, I combine them to actually build up a person to as strong as I can and then put them over to where I, at that point, I, if I could build them up to those foundational standpoints of those five, I pass them over to Jesus. Jesus has to do the rest. Like I, <laughs> I can't do it. And then when Jesus, you know, Jesus ends, God takes over. So I put them on a, a pathway to understanding that God is real. God does exist. Jesus exists. And, you know, he's like the perfect model. He's that big brother, that role model. So that's what I do within my business. And anybody who, um, you know, wants to take advantage of that or get guidance in life and feel fulfilled in life, as you mentioned earlier in this conversation, I, that's, if you want to come to that, 
I teach you how to have the time, the time to sit aside and learn what the Bible is saying and, and have conversations like this um, that, are, that are fulfilling, that are fulfilling. That, that, that's great. Well, well, definitely appreciate you, you know, spending your time to uh, speak with us. I, I feel as if, uh, you know, God has blessed this conversation and this is a kind of, I think, a, a challenging topic to kind of speak about and, you know, the motives that we have with the conversations that we do and the business that we do is, is always something that's uh, important to examine. And I feel as if this was a blessed conversation. Uh, yeah. One one of the things I would like to put put out there is kind of uh, maybe a, another way for another another resource. I think you're familiar with you're you're familiar with Edward Moore. No, 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 no. Okay, so Edward Moore actually. So on the on the 10th of June, uh, I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live um, interview uh, conversation with Edward Moore. He has a a book called No Excuses. Uh, connected with uh, Edward really through the community from Eric Thomas, uh, Breathe University. Um, and the, the topic of that conversation is going to be cultivating a bulletproof mindset. And would love to have you, you know, to be able to, to connect and to, you know, to, you know, to, to, you know, to watch on there, uh, but maybe to share a little bit with people about it. This mindset, I think when people hear of the bulletproof mindset, they may be thinking of a lot of different ways. I think it's at the heart of at least the bulletproof mindset that I think that can be cultivated and is at the root of being able to overcome any obstacle and to just achieve success. Uh, and so at any rate, so that's uh, on June the, June the 10th. At, uh, it's going to be 10 p.m. Eastern and 7, uh, 7 p.m. I believe it's Pacific uh, time. So, um, so yeah, but yeah. I'll be sure to, I'm going to connect you with, uh, with Edward and, uh, and that, that will be a great, uh, I think conversation that really relates to this. I, I would agree. And, you know, I definitely shared that you were, uh, you were doing that, um, on my Facebook page. It's all about spreading when people are doing positive things. It's all about getting their message out there and supporting them. Um, so, you know, I definitely want to say congrats to you on booking that. And then uh, Breathe University, that's just a great community overall to be in. Um, you know, that there's an impeccable leader within that, which is Eric Thomas, Dr. Eric Thomas, uh, or E.T. the hip-hop preacher. But he's, you know, he utilizes his skill set and the ability to connect with a certain demographic uh, to change lives. So, and, and it's not limited to the certain demographic that he started with. And so... You know, you can expand when you got Jesus as Jesus and God as your as your centerfold in your business. You can expand to to, and there's nowhere on the world that you can't uh, expand to, and there's no heart that you can't touch. You just got to know what to say as you listen to a person first. Absolutely. All right. Well, well great. Well, well, this was really a, a really a pleasure and uh, really grateful to have had the conversation here with you. Grateful that we've, you know, initially connected and been able to get to this point where we can have a conversation like this to share with everybody else. Uh, have a real blessed day and, uh, you know, we'll look forward to connecting more and, uh, and going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and in the meantime, you in between time, you have an amazing, amazing time. And hey, man, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you, Errol. And like, you know, I just hope that this message goes to to impact the world. <laughs> it's a powerful one. So thank you again. Absolutely. All right. Great. Well, we'll ha have a great yes, one. Yes, sir. Have a great one. Bye.